How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all, listen, this is Sibling Rivalry Podcast. We only have 8,000 reviews on, on Apple. And we should have... We, we have shady. A, we have hundreds of, thousands of, hundreds of thousands of listeners. Bitch, we have almost 20,000 on our Patreon. So there should be at least 20K reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you all could please go and give us a review over on Spotify, over on Apple Podcasts, over on everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcast, please, please, please. It helps a lot. So give us that review. We need those sweet, sweet, delicioso reviews. And also, even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, you get it as an Apple user. When you have, If you have an iPhone, just download the app and go leave a five-star review and a comment. That's all you got to do. It's going to take you literally, literally one minute to do all of that. Thank you. This advice is for entertainment purposes only take any of this advice with a grain of salt it is not meant to be taken seriously we are not experts in any field we are not experts in medicine relationships we're not experts in sex and and, and theology radiology cardiology Car- cardi b we are not experts in anything so just uh just 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 take the advice and just like listen to it and and have a good laugh with it the only things I'm an expert in is in drag and um, musician musicianship and music education. Outside of that, don't I can't. Listen. Don't listen to me on anything. Macaroni X cheese. Why are you so dressed up today? I like to fill some content today. Um, and uh, yeah, that's why I'm looking snazzy. Why are you looking? You're looking very cute yourself. Are you a content creator now? Are you one of those? No, I mean to be honest, as long as I've been on Drag Race, I've been a content creator. I've been creating content for different brands and shit since that show, so I guess I am. I guess, but I wouldn't like 
if someone asked me, like, what do you do? I wouldn't say I'm a content creator, but I guess we are. But is it aren't you artists? If you're a musician, you're creating content. If you're a if you're a, a baker, you're creating content. What do you say? I've actually changed my answer over time. Someone says, "What do you do for a living?" I can't. My answer has. What, what, what's your answer? Well, I used to say I'm a drag queen, but that doesn't really tell you what I do. That just tells you how I dress while I do the thing that I do. Honestly, so now I say I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm a stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. Got it. I normally like on like customs forms and stuff like that. I always say musician. Ask me what to do. I always say mu- I always put musician down. What about people ask you at parties? I say I'm a drag queen, and then they definitely follow. Like, oh my god, really? And it's like, what do you do? And then I say I do stand up and I do and and and, and I sing. Yeah, I guess I just cut straight to the point. I go, I'm a comedian. They go, oh, where do you perform? And I go, honestly, I always say the same thing. Anywhere that I have me. That's what I would say. Anywhere that I have me, to be honest. Um, well, I, well, I also think also too like because drag is such a, it's so only it's so uh, like just saying drag at the top is a very big. You're like, oh, okay, I see where I see like, I feel like the drag is such a big indicator of like I'm like a big personality, you know. I also don't if I'm if I'm with someone who doesn't know what I do for a living, I'm not always particularly interested in having a conversation about what I do for a living and why I do what I do. I'm like I'm I'm not interested in in, in uh, talking you through what a drag queen is, and and uh, where I perform and talking about whether or not I was on RuPaul's Drag Race uh, with a stranger at a uh, birthday, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is annoying. And Ubers, I, I never say what I do. They, as I, do, I always say the most mundane thing. I'm like, I'm an accountant. Well, if I'm going to see these people again, I say comedian. I don't, I don't want to lie. If, I, if I'm talking to, to an Uber driver, I will say accountant. But if I'm talking to a uh, a person who I will see again, probably for the foreseeable future, or like, or like someone else knows me, like when we were at, um, you know, I actually love going to parties and like bouncing from spot to spot. I never stay in one spot too long. I just go and talk to every single person kind of individually. Um, and I felt like I had a lot of fun at Kim's holiday party. Well, first of all, y'all, Bob came to the party. Bob, Bob was just a scene coming in. Bob comes in. Bob has these like seven foot tall silver sequin go-go boots on. Then Bob is wearing his red sack. Then Bob has a white <laughs> fur coat that goes mm-hmm. that has a train on it. Long sleeves have a train. Then Bob has a big red head muff scarf thing. So Bob comes into the party like just a storm. You are he's like he's talking about peppermint comes, but peppermint is a different kind of storm. Peppermint is like chaos. Bob just Bob is like a nice is a nice category five uh, hurricane, but controlled. It does draw a lot of attention, but you know, I thought to myself, I have this red and white look that I want to pull together. I wanted to be holiday festive, and honestly, I ate. I was very holiday. You were good. You were good. You did look good, but it was like was- it, it was a lot of personality and just your look only. Like we can tell you have a big personality by just your look. And I thought to myself, I can't just go home. So then I called up some friends and we went out partying at a couple of us. Uh, you did? Yeah, me and Assad went, um, me and Assad went to uh, like two or three bars. Like, I'll tell you after this break. Let's take a really, really short break.
Attention, attention. Do you want to get a more chiseled look in your jawline, girl? Well, let me tell you. Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XE. Juvederm Volux XE is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it's the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XE. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Baby, get that jaw together, honey. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Okay, now I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you now. No, I told you, okay, you have no right to be mad at me because I told you and Andy that I wanted to hang out and you and Andy were like, we're going home. Because you, you, me and Andy left the party at the exact same time. Yes. I said, I'm gonna, and I said, I'm going to keep going out. And you were like, we're going home. So y'all went. And then I said, okay. And then I, and I sat in my car and I called um, Assad and I said, I want to go sing karaoke. I want to go sing Christmas karaoke. I really want to sing Christmas karaoke. So we were out looking for Christmas karaoke. I think I told you I want to sing Christmas karaoke. I told everyone at the party. I was telling Naomi. And I was like, who wants to party hop? Like, the party here is ending. Let's keep going. Like, I'm dressed up. I want to go out. And Ricardo was kind of tired. Naomi was kind of tired. So I was like, I'll just find friends who who haven't partied yet. And that's how I found Asada. So I was just at home hanging out. So why are you mad at me, bitch? I invited you. You said no. What? What? Well, if you told me you were like, here's the thing. Y'all, tell me how you feel about this. When someone is like, I want to hang out, there's no, like, plan in motion. Like, usually the next, like, half an hour or whatever, an hour is, like, trying to find the things. If you were like, I'm going to go to XYZ bar, that's a plan. Not like, I want to do stuff. It's not a plan. So when you're like, I want to do stuff, I'm like, that could mean anything. Well, I didn't have a plan at the moment. But I do think I expressed that I wanted to sing Christmas karaoke. I can't remember if I expressed that to you or not. Not to me. To Assad. Um, but I was, I, w- I was really, I was really kind of sad. They're not sad, but I was annoyed. Not annoyed. That's not the right word. I was disappointed. <laughs> it all sounds too negative. I wanted there to be Christmas <laughs> songs at the holiday party, and there were no Christmas songs. Not even. I mean, I don't think there was even music playing, which is fine because I don't normally like music, but I really like singing Christmas music. I want to listen to Mariah Carey. I want to listen to Whitney Houston, specifically those two. And I'm open to others. I'm open to. The when, you, when you came to my house for Christmas, you. Um, we listen. We have Christmas carols playing. No, I said, "Can we sit down and watch YouTube videos?" And I looked up Whitney, and I looked up Mariah Carey singing "Oh Holy Night," and that was that was the only time there was music playing. When I when no, I no, no, we had music there. playing like in the in the speak in like the sound system, not on the TV, but there was the Christmas carols playing on the sound system. Oh, 
I didn't, I didn't. I like I like for everyone to like stop and sing the song. I want everyone to be singing on Holy Night. I want everyone to like to be like let's let's all like actively pay attention to the music, which is why I think karaoke song is so fun. I wanted to sing All Holy Night on, but we anyway we didn't find karaoke. Why am I telling a Christmas story in, in February? We couldn't find karaoke, but we did find some bars to hang out at. And then on the way back, as I walked Assad, because I drove Assad there because Assad doesn't have a car. As I was walking back to the car to drive Assad home. We went by broke Rocco. ass bitch, broke ass bitch. Rocco. No, Assad. Assad is not broke, but Assad. Assad's car did wreck. You know, Assad's car got totaled. I know. Um, after then, he left the set of yet another dig. No, I mean it was after, but not like literally, as in like as a time after that. But it was not yeah. on that day. <laughs> anyway, uh, but when they tried to get his car back, there was the, when he when he was trying to get his car back, it was during the car shortage when there were no cars. You remember this? Mm. Yeah, because of the chip and the whatever. And then after a while, he was like, ah, I don't need a car. I People that live in L.A. without a car, I am, honestly, I don't understand. I lived here for, I would, I didn't have a car for like three weeks. And I was like, the cost of Ubers alone is crazy. And Ubers take so long in L.A. New York City, and you are never more than three minutes from an Uber. You request an Uber in New York City, within three minutes, you will have your car in LA. Sometimes when I when I take an Uber to the airport, sometimes I'm waiting like 15 minutes. Mm-mm. Well, I think it's because of where you live. I live in Hollywood and I don't have the experience, but when I am out by, I've never taken an Uber from your place, but I have taken an Uber from uh, from from places that are in, in, your, um, in your area. And you are right. It does tend to be a little bit more, um, it, it's too much. But the thing is, in New York City, there's nowhere you are where it's more than five minutes. You can be in fucking Far Rockaway, probably. I don't know. Some of the Far Rockaway probably be like, that's not true. So Some of the Far Rockaway probably like, uh, beep, 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 bitch, that's not true. Um, but I can say that, like, most places that I've lived, Upper West Side and uh, Washington Heights, always an Uber. Always an Uber. Multiple Ubers. Yeah, it's wild. Um... When I lived in Queens, there was... Yeah, there was no Uber when I was living in Queens. But I will say, but even my old place, Bob, my old place, I would always struggle finding getting Ubers there too. Not my new place, my old place, my old neighborhood. But, but you weren't in Hollywood though. You were in East Hollywood. I was in Hollywood. You were in East Hollywood. You were in East LA or East Hollywood. That's not Hollywood. East Hollywood, right? but just right by Silver Lake, uh, Silver Lake, Los Feliz. Like Hollywood's a whole. East, it's, like it's also only West. me. Patty, who lives, who lives, who lived like two minutes away from me, didn't have a problem. It was just like it was. Only like my house. But to be clear, it's like saying, I, I think East Hollywood is a different place. It's like, it's like saying West Hollywood is Hollywood. They're two different places. Actually, West Hollywood is a town. Has a mayor. I mean, I was I was a stone's throw away from Hollywood. Like if 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 if, if the Uber, if the if the county line or the city line or the district line really makes the Uber change, that's crazy. I was literally Patty lives in Hollywood. And Patty was three minutes away from me. That makes sense. Wait, oh my god, we're doing advisory. Oh yeah, I, I I was asking some advice about how to get Ubers. Can I have some advice? Well, let's let's give advice to. Let me focus our advice more so on um, our listeners. I forgot that we, I was like, oh, what, the, what are we doing? Yeah, wait, wait, really quick. We'll have a really quick story. Let's say you and a friend call an Uber, right? And you, and you know Ubers, you're not supposed to smoke in Ubers, right? And your friend knows yeah. they're not smoking Ubers, and your friend does uh, does vaping. So you're in the Uber. And you're like, please don't vape in this Uber because, you know, they, they, they don't like that. 
But your friend tries to be slick and they're taking the vape and they're... And they call it ghosting where you can barely see the smoke, but you ghost the vape. And then the Uber driver looks in the mirror at at your friend and you're like, I told you he doesn't like that. He's like, no, that's not why. It's because we're gay. And then the Uber, the Uber trip ends and then they leave a comment saying, please don't smoke in my car. You know, your friend is drama. I think that that is so disrespectful. Was it Jacob? Why why y'all have this one? Because it was Andy. Oh, see, was it your I think that that is, you know, I don't know what's up with people who vape. I went through a short vaping phase. I'm not addicted to vape. So I can't I can't with the vaping. I can't. I can't speak to someone who's like addicted to vape and who like can't not vape. But like, bitch, you can't vape in here. Like, people who are addicted to cigarettes, they know. They're like, oh, yeah, you mean I can't smoke in here? And they just rarely, rarely ever, it's someone just like, I'm going to light up a fucking cigarette. People who smoke cigarettes know. Bitch, take your you ass can't. outside. And they, and, and they get it. And they don't try to do no slick shit. People who Vapers. vape, they can, they, they, they think, they, they can just vape anywhere. I had uh, someone come to my dressing room the other day and start vaping. And I was <laughs> what like, did you say? Was, what did you say? Well, I don't mind if some people vape in the dressing room, but I, this one dressing room was just so small. And the way she vapes, she be pulling like, 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 like she has the lungs of fucking. Like she's fucking Winifred uh, Sanderson. I mean, literally, it's giving that. And she, and she blows so, and I was like, bitch, it is, it's a blueberry fog in my room right now. I'm in a blueberry fog. Like, I don't want to smell all this. I, I don't want to. And, and it doesn't smell like cigarettes. It does smell fruity, but it's still annoying to smell. Like, I don't want to smell that. I don't want to smell kiwi, strawberry, bananas all day. I don't want to smell that either. I think you're not wrong. So people who vape, like, if people don't want you to vape in their space, bitch, be cool. And yes, vape smoke does dissipate way quicker than cigarette smoke. I mean, vapor, because it's not smoke, it's vapor. Vapor does dissipate way sooner than cigarette smoke, and it doesn't linger in the same way. But But geez Louise, someone says don't vape, don't vape. Do not vape. Girl. She she be trying to vote, she she be trying to vape on planes too. That's crazy. <laughs> you about to be on the motherfucking no fly list. Keep playing around. Hello, Keep hey yo, ass by yourself. It ain't gonna be me. Y'all, they anyway. do not play at these. They do not play at these airports, y'all. They do not play at these. Y'all keep imagine winding up on the no fly list. Imagine, and that's the only people that be getting like pulled off the airplanes and shit. They get put on the no fly list. Yeah, I know. I saw a woman. Well, I don't know if it's always, but I think it is though. I saw a woman who uh, who went down the the jet bridge when they told her she couldn't, mm-hmm. and then they were like, then she then they were like trying to get her to come out. This bitch comes out with a fire extinguisher, <laughs> so you can see <laughs> talk about vaping. You see blueberry fog come all out of the motherfucking jet bridge. Wait, so she went on the plane and to fight the cops, she comes out with a fire extinguisher. No, I'm right. She's went on the jet bridge, so she went from the gate to the jet bridge. And she's on the bridge, and then they're like, come back out. And she clearly doesn't make the plan because the door's already closed. So she turns around with a fire extinguisher. So all you see is just fire extinguisher coming out of out of the the, the jet out of the jet bridge. And then she gets fucking body slammed to the ground <laughs> as she should. And people are like, Y'all, don't and, 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 and the lady probably has something going on. I, I don't want to discredit people who are going through mental illness, but still, girl. That's you're you're gonna go on the no fly list. Oh, for sure. You ain't flying. And how do you get off the no fly? Do you have to like petition to like? How do you get off the no fly list? Is it a matter of years that's a pass? Like I don't even know. 
I don't check. Can you Google that? I know Kathy Griffin was on the no-fly list for a while. All right. After the Trump uh, uh, beheaded thing. Beheaded. Yeah, Kathy, beheaded. She fed it. It it died. Beheaded. Uh, uh, she treaded. It lied. Exactly. Um, yeah. Kathy Griffin said that she was getting stopped at the airport constantly. Kathy Griffin's had a rough couple years. I mean, she seems to be doing good now. But yeah, she, she had, had cancer. Like, she had like throat cancer or something. She had lung cancer, I believe. Lung cancer. She had lung cancer. She lost her voice. She got. Yeah. She had so much of her career taken from her. Okay. Uh, that it just felt like a poor Kathy. The punishment I mean, did not fit the crime, in my opinion. But I mean, who am I? Clear, the cancer was not part of the punishment. To be clear, what? To be clear, the cancer was not part of. the punishment. No, I mean, like, well, like, like, like being put on the no-fly list, like having the Secret Service raid her house, like, really. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably get to some advice. We are, we are along. We got, we got to get some advice. All right, Jacob, what do we got? Hey, Bob and Bob sidekick. My name is Nathaniel. I am a bi cis man out of Cleveland, Ohio. Um, originally from New Jersey, go tri-state. Um, and I'm coming to you today with a question that pertains less to your queerness and more to your blackness. Um, I, being half black, um. Black dad, white mom, grew up in a very, very white neighborhood um, and eventually transitioned to a school that was full of black and Latino kids. I was only there for a short period of time, but realized that I was so in this bubble where I was from and ended up going back to where I was from originally, um, back into this really white neighborhood where I was now the blackest thing ever somehow as this African. Um, and so I went to college, made a couple of black friends who I keep to this day. Uh, but generally, Lucky. I don't have a ton of black friends. And it's something that I'm generally kind of insecure about as a half black person. Um, a lot of times I struggle with the insecurity of feeling not white enough to hang out with white people, but also not black enough to hang out with black people. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what are some ways that I can authentically, as a black person who wants to be enveloped in the black experience, meet black people in the area that I am in? Thank you. Signed, your least favorite African. That was, that was, there was so, there is so Red flags. much to unpack in that. I I don't think I know where to start. Do you know where to start? Um, yeah, I think that honestly, for the the thing that I think that he can best do is to go fuck himself. All right, there Monet. Monet said what she has said. You know, I want to say Monet's not my sidekick; she's my familiar. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, you know, I I think that first of all, counting your black friends is it's very wild. Um. Keeping tabs and what, 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 also the the wording about it. I'm like I there I still have some black friends that I keep. Keep, yeah. Count counting your black friends is is crazy. And Your mother has be wild. <laughs> I think that you might want to do some unpacking and look in yourself and ask yourself why you think you don't. Um, have many black friends and it also sounds like you don't um, it sounds like you don't really identify as black it sounds like you identify specifically as half black um, which I don't know 
know that half black is a thing, right? Like it's Barack not. Obama. Barack Obama's not the first half black president. He's the first black president. Black. Mm-hmm. When you mix chocolate with milk, you don't you you get chocolate milk. The milk is chocolate. It's chocolate, as as uh as little mama would say. What's her name? Um, What's her name? Oh, June Jambalaya. June Jambalaya would say. And I think that if you're finding that you don't connect with black people, it, I think it probably has more to do with you than it does with the black people because black people are as varied as any other person in the world. So you can't be like, oh, it's because I don't like hip hop because there are black people who don't like hip hop. You can't be like, it's because I don't wear do-rags because there are black people who don't wear do You can't be like, it's because I don't do it's like, it's like you can't say it's for those reasons because there are, are lots of black people who have a lot of different interests and a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe there is a chance that you are uh, I find that whenever I go somewhere, if I'm in a place and even if most people there aren't black, a lot of the black folks just kind of start congregating together, yes. <laughs> and, and and um that is relating, such a real thing. And kind of relating on, you know, what's going on in the space and yeah, their shared experience that. that we're having in that space. And then from those situations, I end up making a lot of friends who I keep uh who who friends that I keep with me. Um and I don't know, I just think that um it's it sounds like the the work needs to be done within you. Obviously, and maybe you can look at why you ask ask yourself a, a long, hard question: why you don't have um, very many black friends that you quote unquote keep with you. The keep, and, the um, keep gagged me. The keep gagged me. Yeah, maybe do some work from that angle. What do you think, Mona? Yeah, I echo a lot of the sentiments you said. I think that I think that um, instead of like putting it the onus on other black people why they won't be friends with you. Consider that you might be the problem and consider that there are things that you can do to uh, to you can honestly reflect on what behaviors and uh, and uh, and what things you are doing to elicit that response from other black people as opposed to as opposed to saying, well, what's wrong with y'all? Nigga, what's wrong with you? So I think you should really think about that and ponder on that and see if that changes things for you. It doesn't even sound like he's saying it's a response from them. It sounds like he's saying like he's not connecting with them. Like, he, like he's like are, you, like, are you following up with these people? But also, do you find that you have a genuine connection? And if you feel like you don't have any connection with black people, why do you think that is? Well, I was going to say like, but like, yeah, sure. But if 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 there's not a connection, there has to be a reason why like a connection is, is, isn't being formed. Like, like there has to be some behavior that's happened to people are like, I'm good off him. We're gonna hang out. We ain't we ain't we ain't, we ain't calling John Mark. We're gonna do our own. You know what I mean? There has to be something that's happening that may be off putting or that doesn't feel warm or inviting or wants people to still to be to chill and hang out. And I think the difference what I'm saying is that's a possibility, but I don't think it's because people don't wanna be around him. I think it's because he doesn't wanna be around black people. Like black people don't have a, a a magical sixth sense for black folks who are not good. I mean, I, I I don't wanna hang out with him. I I, I know him for, for uh, six minutes and I don't wanna hang out with her. I hear that. But what I'm saying is like, I don't think black people have a magical sixth sense where we can tell when someone's not a good black person, quote unquote. Oh yeah, for sure. That- no one has that. 
it sounds like he does not want to have connections with black people. He doesn't actually want to have the connections. He's looking to have connections with people because they're black, and he's not looking to have connections with people because he relates to them. So he's I mean, trying to I, collect. So it's not like he's trying to collect black people to have his friends, as opposed to having friends. I mean, I have. I mean, I think that just as a as a, having a human being experience, like we've all hung out with someone and been like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm good. I don't. I, I don't need to be with this person anymore. Or hang out with this person anymore. So I think it may no, be a combination of the two. That that is true. But I don't. But it, I think it'd be wild to say that every black person he hangs out with is like, nah, not this. But what does make more sense is that he's not making connections to all the black people, as opposed to all the black folks he's meeting are all having this similar experience. They're like, we don't like this guy. What makes more sense is that he is just not wanting to actually hang out with these people because they're black, as opposed to, and he's he's wanting to hang out with them so that he can optically have black people or so that he can change his experiences, but he doesn't actually want to hang out with them. And it is because they're black. And that is a possibility. What I'm saying is that other people might be picking up on the things that he's telling us in this story, how he's how, how he's basically trying to like heap and collect black friends. They may be in their experiences and encountering this person. They may be picking up on that same thing. And they're like, which I'm not going to hang out with him like because they feel that vibe. They feel the energy from either the way that he talks to them, the way that he behaves, the way that he speaks to other people. And like you pick up on that. You pick up on those social cues. So I think we've all been in a situation where you pick up on these social cues and someone like, I'm good off her. Like, you yeah, have a good night. And you never text someone, talk to them ever again. Maybe. What's the next question? So I am a pansexual, non-binary person who presents as a straight woman. I look like a woman. Most people that approach me to date me are looking for women. And I've historically just dated um, cis-hetero men. Um, But I am thinking of maybe joining grinder or some other queer dating site to find bisexual men because i find that that's more so who i'm attracted to i'm attracted to men who have feminine energy and who have explored um sex with other men before um i that's I don't know why, but that's my preference. I, I like people that have embraced all sides of themselves. Maybe it's someone who is pansexual and who's non-binary. I want to be with someone else who also has embraced those things. But I know that it could be looked at as appropriation if I look like a female and I'm on those apps. So I'm just wondering if I'm wrong for that or what would be the best place to go to look for the type of man that I would like to find. Um, yeah. Can I just say, it is so refreshing to hear um, someone who, as she described herself, expressing those viewpoints. I think oftentimes, even in my um, friends who identify as women and who who have sex with men, like they just, from the, from then the time they hear someone is by, they're like, nope, uh-uh. Like it's an immediate turn off. They're like, no, nah, I'm not trying to fuck no, I'm, I, I ain't trying to fuck no nigga that be, that be fucking other niggas. Like, so it's, it's very refreshing and it's very lovely, quite honestly, to hear um, you express that. And I'm, that 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 is very lovely. I love that. Well, they, well, they didn't say that they're a woman. They said they that they uh, present that, as a woman. They said that they identify as a woman and they look like a woman and they have sex with men. They they're pansexual and they said they're uh, non-binary and that they present. Did they say they're non-binary? Mm-hmm. They did, and they, but they present very much as women. 
someone who's a Zen cis woman. So, so if I, so if, if I was to see this, if I was to see this person off the street, I would say, oh, this is a woman, and she's pansexual, so she has sex with men. So I know what I'm saying. People who, people who present women, well, my friends who who present women and have sex with men, they when they they are just they have no interest in having sex. I was, sex I was with, trying to make sure we didn't misgender, misgender them as all. That's what I was trying to make sure we didn't yeah. misgender them. They have no desires to have sex with uh, men who sleep with other men that are bi. Like, it's just like, from, as soon as they hear that tidbit of information, they're like, nope, I'm good. I don't want to do that. Especially, and that was like a major plot line in like, in, a, in, um, in, um, in Insecure, um, Issa Rae show in season one. Like, Molly was dating this guy and they were having a great time. And she found out he was bi. She immediately wanted to cut it off because she's like, and it's, you know, and I think it's a sentiment echoed a lot that we see a lot in movies and shit like that. So it's very nice to hear that from you, um, um, my friend. Um, I think joining Grind or something, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have to say, I think that may be a good way to find other, but I think on Grind, if you go into Grindr to find um, specifically bisexual men who are femme, because that's what you're in- attracted to, um, I mean, I think it's gonna. I guess it won't be hard. I don't know. I guess that is a good place to find that. Mm. I don't even have an experience on all of these, on these like tenders and coffee meets bagels and all these things for people uh, like yourself. So I don't even know. Do do Tinder on these websites even have um, signifiers for non-binary people and I mean, identifiers for non for non-binary people and stuff like that? Well, I think they were talking about Grinder specifically. Um, I don't know if they mentioned Tinder. They were talking about specifically about Grinder because they want to meet queer men, queer bisexual men, and they wanted to date men, but they don't want femme. to be straight men. Do what? She looking for femme bisexual men on Grinder. Yeah, maybe a little. Femme. And you're probably gonna find a mixed bag. You're gonna find some some butch ones and some femme ones. And you know, I want to say that I think that that's actually a very good idea. There's a, lots of uh, men on on Grinder who are always uh, touting their bisexuality. I think we, I don't know if all of them are bisexual. They're just saying it because they know that some of these fucking fags really want to get dicked down by a guy who dicks down. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, cis women. Um, but if they're, if they're, if they're being honest, then, then there's lots of them out there. And I think you might be shocked to, at what you find there. I think you might be like, oh, wow, there's actually lots of guys who want to talk to me. I, who would have known? There, you might get some um, people who are like, get off of here. What are you doing here? But those people aren't there for you, and they can't actually run you off the site unless you let them. Um, but I think that you actually be shocked at what you find when you, when you go there. And, and on, on Grinder, you can you can certainly put your gender identity, and um, and you can't search by gender identity, but you can. Yeah, you can. You no, know, no, you can't. You cannot search by gender identity. You can't search by race, and you can't search by gender identity. Really? You do that. You well, there are some tags that you can use. So like. People can use certain tags, and the tags will indicate a gender identity, or that you are interested in a gender identity. Right. But but you but you can't click like I want to search for cis men. I want to search for cis women. I want to search for non-binary uh, people. You can't do that. But for your tags, you can put you can like you can like check all those things off to kind of whittle no, it down. There, and there, there, there there's a limited number of tags. So the tags aren't three. unlimited. You can't just have no, no. You can do up to three, I believe. What I'm saying is there are No, you can tags. do a lot more than three. What I'm saying, let me say this thing. There are tags you can choose from. You can't make up your own tags. So I don't think that cis man is not a tag. You can't just tag yourself Jacob, as can a you check? Jacob, can you, can, you, can you check that out while you're doing this? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I thought you could. Uh, my I tags. Might be wrong. Um, 
personality, um, other tags. By race. Uh, Yeah, there's a buy tag. There's a, is there a pan tag? I don't see pan. Um, There are a lot of tags. And if you click on the tags, it shows you everybody who has that tag on their profile in your area. I don't see necessarily like a pansexual. Got it. Or a non-binary tag. Word. But maybe it's here and I'm just missing it. But yeah. but they're but, but they're attacked they're attacked to choose from. So anyway, long story short, you can't search, you you can't re, you can kind of search by by um gender identity, but only through the tags that are available, and you cannot search through for ethnicity or for someone's like you can't look for cisman. You have to just kind of scroll until you find one. Yeah, Grinder. I mean, Grinder has also evolved so much. I mean, back when back back when I used to be on the grind, um, often. I would find, you know, I I would have I would have my boy grinder, my my lady grinder, Courtney Courtney X and I called it, and oftentimes the guys who would be drawn to the lady grinder, we, they they were specifically looking for someone who presented female but had a penis. So I don't know that I don't know if if I don't know if that's still the case, but I know that was like they wanted someone who presented female and had a dick, like that's what they wanted. So, I'm but sure. also, but but I'm sure there is a market for how for how you uh, present yourself and identify. So, I mean, yeah, give it a shot, girl. Also, you should also try the website um, uh, uh, Badu. Badu is a good one too. Go on Badu. I Badu, just, you can find you can find you, you'll be able to find a lot of what you're looking for. There's a non-binary, very feminine presenting person on this tour, and they were like, "I'm trying to have sex, but I'm not trying to fuck no fucking straight, no cis straight guys." And I told them I was like. Girl, get on fucking grinder, and then they were like, "You know what? That worked like a charm." So if like, you like that- it, there is someone out there looking for it. If there's something that you like, there is someone out there who wants to give that. Like, it, it, it's just a matter of, of finding it. Yeah. If you're into it, someone is into it too. What's our next thing? All right, I would also like to say uh, OKCupid is also a good resource. For People still use OKCupid. Um, yeah, I think it's honestly. All the people I know who use OkCupid are um, people who are looking for bisexual men who are interested in having sex with men and women or people of all genders. Right. And if you use our code SiblingRivalry10, you can get 10% off. I'm just kidding. We don't have an OkCupid pass. <laughs> What's our next? Yeah, but you can come see us live for Netflix is a joke May 5th. Yeah. In Los Angeles at SeeTheDragQueen.com. You can. You can't. You, you can't have did that. Also, I want to remind y'all that I am coming to the Soho Theater in March, girl. I'm going to be at the Soho Theater the third week in March doing my one-woman show, Life Be Lifin. So if you're in the London area, babes, um, you know I mean? just like um, get a ticket to my show, and I'll see you all there in, um, in March. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Okay, as um, someone who has never done drag before, I'm wondering if you have any advice as to what a good starter pack for drag would be i guess like makeup costumes um just kind of the basics i'd say one of the most daunting things about drag to me is just how much stuff it feels like you need just to start um so like sort of like a starter pack idea would definitely be helpful you know i don't know what it is about telling someone how to start drag that I just can't stand. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do not want to tell anyone how to start drag. And I think it's because like, if you want to start drag, you will just figure it out. You have to do drag d- despite all the odds. You really have to do drag despite all the odds. You won't make any money. You're, you will probably suffer socially or you'll gain socially. Who knows? It's all this stuff. You have to conflict, conflict with the job that you currently have. The short answer, though, is by two foundations, one that is your color, one that is one lighter, and probably three, one that's also a little bit darker. Two shades darker, one two shades lighter, and then the, shade, the color of your skin. Get yourself a beauty blender. Get yourself an eyeshadow palette. Buy yourself a pair of three-on-one lashes. Get a pair of couch cushions and a turkey carver. Carve them in the shape of Africa and South America. Get yourself a corset. Get yourself a pair of tuck-it-away panties. Get yourself a sewing machine. And um, and buy some four-way stretch fabric. And then get yourself uh, a lace front wig. Buy two of them of the same color. Hopefully one of them can be a half wig so you can stack it on top of the other one. And you won't have to pay as much money for it. And you really don't want to be putting a lace front wig on the back of the ponytail anyway. Um and make lots of friends that's the boring answer um i would say don't don't worry don't worry about getting a lace front wig girl the first time it can be a little rough and then you probably won't know how to lay it down so i would say start off with just a kitty cat or something that you can just put on your head and not feel like your lace is puckering or your lace is showing and it's gonna like then you didn't glue the sides down so you do a number that slips off your head get you a kitty cat so you can and get you some bobby pins so you can put that kitty cat on and pin it into your hair so you don't have to worry about your hair flying off your head when you're performing and don't get no five forward stretch don't get no forward stretch fabric to start or go try to make an outfit bitch take your ass down to forever 21 or a rainbow or a pay half in your city and just go buy you a, and just go buy you a dress they are very 
very, especially these days, Rainbow and all this, they have come the fuck up. They have nice clothes that you can get without having to worry about sewing an outfit. You barely know how to sew, so then you put your then 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 they go to get dressed. You put your hand in the sleeve and then and then the fucking sleeve busts off. And then you're like, oh, what am I gonna do? Go get you a dress that's already sewed. Get you a wig that ain't no lace front. And I would say, do not spend money on expensive makeup. You'll be like, oh. I saw that they use a Christian Dior fountain. No, bitch, you're just starting out. Go get you some Miron, M-E-H-R-O-N. Try Miron makeup or Cryolon TV paint stick, which Cryolon is kind of expensive now these days. Um, or go to Ben Nye. Those are the three that are that are uh, you'll get a lot of bang for your buck. They, it is very, very, very heavy duty makeup, so we'll cover with that beard because you're not going to color correct because you don't know how to do that yet. So get you some Miron, some Ben Nye, or some Cryolon, a shake and go wig. And a nice dress from Forever 21 or pay less. I mean, or pay less or pay half or rainbow. And you'd be good to go. Honestly, don't even worry about, oh, get you a nice liquid liner. Don't even worry about doing eyeshadow. Just get you, just do you a nice little, just, just put a whole bunch of black on hair gel liner. Just buff it out. Give you a smoky eye. Everyone looks good in a smoky eye. Don't try to do no cut crease. Just get you a nice little smoky eye. Get get you a little glitter put in the middle. I'm trying to make the most busted. But it's like, don't get a wig. Don't. No, you're trying to tell me, bitch, you know, your first time out, go sew a dress. You didn't even know how to sew. That's what I did. Yeah, and we saw the pictures, and you look like it, too. You're talking about, anyway. That's what I did. Look at, look at, you know, we're going to put my first time in drag and Bob's first time in drag side by side. Whose advice do you want to follow? We'll let you choose. I would say, I would say this. Whenever, whenever you're taking advice from someone, just consider where they've gone. Let's both put our first time in drag pictures. Let them choose. I think that's fair. Just consider where they've gone. Just look mm-hmm. at the people and be like, hmm. Yeah. Do I, would, I want, would I want a career that mirrors Bob the Drag Queens? And and if you think that that's good advice, then take the advice. Yeah. Or we can literally just put our first time in drag pictures and you can choose. Which which journey do you want? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, um, oh, what they could do, baby. I mean, this is, the re- this is like the real tea. This is like the hack of all hacks. Get you the Pretty Funny palette. You go to BomaBeauty.com, get the Pretty Funny palette, and you use any one of those colors. If you don't want to do it with a smoky eye, now you can smoke it out with any of those colors too. But if you want you a banging blue smoky eye, get you the Bomo Pretty Funny palette. You want a banging purple eye, get you the Bomo Pretty Funny palette. They'll have you looking right. Now, when Monet puts her first picture up in drag, I'm, I'm going to make sure it's the first one because I have the picture that will predate whatever she has. Because Monet will try to play, play games. Cause, cause Nigga, you will. I have my first time in drag picture. I don't know what the yeah. fuck I look like. We still have pictures of Ferocious Couture. Okay, yeah, again? we do. We Say still have pictures of Ferocious Couture. Yeah, that was not my first time in drag. That was at my. That was at college. Were you in drag? Yeah, I didn't have a wig or anything. Were you in drag? And also, I did not paint myself. Were you in drag? I did not paint myself. I'm not. That's the picture I'm using. The first time I got up in drag and I painted myself. Were you in drag? No, I wasn't in drag. I was in a t-shirt. You are you are moving the goalpost. You are moving, no, the, goal moving the goalpost. I also had the video to prove it with peppermint. I that's when I painted myself and I got all my drag from Target and I got my little shoes from Payless, my size 13s. And did I look the most beautiful? No, but I was fucking stunning. What is our next question? 
Hello, Monet and Bob. Yes, in that order. Uh, my name is Eli. I am a 19-year-old trans non-binary person uh, living in Boston, Massachusetts. I'm a student. My pronouns are they and she. Um, and my question is, I feel like mainly for Bob, but also I think Monet could definitely give some insight into this too. So I grew up in like super deep, far Western Massachusetts, which is kind of like the most rural it gets for the Northeast. Um, and it was like a very like close-minded, not accepting community, even though Massachusetts is like the bluest state in the country where I grew up was really shitty and kind of like post-industrial like conservatism that was just like not good for me at all. Um, but like my family lives here and I love my family and I feel like I'm having some like cognitive dissonance over like where I grew up, like, you know, loving kind of like the upbringing I had with my family, but then kind of hating the social, the socialization that I had in my community. So I was wondering if y'all had any advice on like how to grapple kind of with that. And like, if I should, you know, consider just like dipping Massachusetts for good, because I think it's, you know, doesn't have anything for me anymore, even though my parents and family really want to be close to me. Um, I love what you guys have to say. I love you so, so, so much. Mwah. Why, why would that question be for me? What, what, what do I know about Because growing up? I think the rural, because you grew up in, I mean, like Corinth and Phoenix City, it's, it's not like really rural places. And maybe that's what I think you can relate. Uh, I, I, I didn't grow up in any conservative areas. Every, everywhere I lived was a, was a black community and they were not conservative. They were all, everywhere I went was like super blue. And Corinth, Mississippi, um, Phoenix City, Alabama. Actually, Phoenix City was a little bit. Actually, that was the probably the one time I lived in a neighborhood that was not like exclusively black, but Columbus, Georgia, and Atlanta. But maybe, maybe that, maybe, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. I don't know. That was, that was well. I think that for this person, I think that you you should not feel the need to be tied down to this place because your family's there. Now, if you want to stay there and be close to your family because that's how you feel love and you feel home, in spite of all of the very super conservative values, and you're not feeling like you can, you know truly spreading wings and fly i'm always i'm a very big proponent of uh of, of 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 fleeing the coop and i think that if you and you can always visit you can always come back and visit like you know yes life happens and people may get sick people may pass away whatever you can always come back and visit but you have to allow yourself to like live your life bitch spread your wings what was it what's that mariah carey song um uh uh, uh, uh butterfly do that song, spread your wings and fly, bitch, and like, or the other one, fly like a bird, take to the sky. It's like you have to like let yourself like live. Like there's so much life waiting for you outside of these conservative ass towns. There's so many people to meet, and there's so many queer communities. And the opportunity, which I really love, is to like make your own fucking chosen family. That is the greatest gift that I think I've gotten as a queer person. Is to like choose like who am I close. Ace Boone, my tight crew is, and like have that be like my family, the people I talk to and check in with all the time. And that's not to say you cannot talk to and check in with your your, your family from your small town, but you know you have a chance to make something, make even more family, and uh and uh, get out of that conservative ass fucking shit. You know, I just am not someone who's really ever had attachment issues. I can really easily separate myself from people and places, like. I really love New York City, and I was like, I'm moving. I think I decided like in like two weeks. I was like, I'm moving. Bye, everyone. Uh, I mean, I moved. I've moved so many times. I've lived in, uh, as an adult, I lived in Columbus, uh, Opelika, Alabama, 
New York City, Minneapolis, Minnesota, San Francisco, California, Los Angeles, California. Like I will just, I will up and move. I really, really will. Um, I'm also pretty good at staying in contact with people. You know what I mean? Not every single person. I'll stay in contact with every single person. And I obviously love my family very, very much, but I'm not one of the folks who like needs to live like next to their family. I'm, not, I'm never one of those folks like needs to live in the same, on the same block as their family. You know, Mateo says that he has like 40 cousins. They all live in like the same two blocks, which is like mm-hmm. wild to me. Um, maybe that's because my mom moved away from her family. So then I was like, oh, people, just what people do. People just move. And I had opportunities that I wanted and I, and I couldn't find them in Atlanta. So I looked for them in New York City. And then when I ran out of them in New York City, I looked for them in Los Angeles. And I ran out of LA. Maybe I moved to Vegas or London or who knows where I'll go. Um, but but it's that's easy for me to say as someone who like doesn't have like attachment things. I'm, I, I would just get up and fucking go if I'm done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so... And I'll and and you know there are people who are obviously attached to me, and I'll dr- drag them with me. <laughs> Jacob has moved twice now, um, chasing my ass around the fucking country. Um, so I, I I see that it's very easy for me as a person who doesn't have that attachment issue to say like y'all just get up and leave. Um, but I guess it's also just that's where I'm that's where I'm at in, in my life. I'm I'm just very much girl just get up and go like just you, you got to beat it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I, I I'm I'm all about fucking moving, girl. And also, just think about like so many new experiences you can have, right? And also the uh, the the main thing you can always go back. Like if you move to New York or you move to just Boston, just move to Boston, which is the city. Just move to Boston. If you don't like it, Boston, worst comes to worst, you can always go back home. You can always yeah, go back. Yeah, so. yeah, it might be hard to get back home, but that's okay too. You just got you got you got you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to go. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do to get what you want to get. What is the next question, Jacob? Okay, so here's the thing. I had one more question lined up, but it was about starting drag, and uh, now I'm trying to find it. Okay, let me. Wow, you don't ever get irritated with asking how to start drag. You never like. You know, enough for our fans. I mean, also, like, this is an advice thing. If you ask me that in the club, if we out at the club and I'm like, I've had a few drinks and you come and be like, oh, my God, Monet, I just really want to ask you, how should I start? I'm like, girl. What if we, they're one of our fans? Then I can't talk to you at the, at the bar. I'm, I'm drunk. I have a little whisk, a little liquor in me. I'm not interested in asking they that question. Not for the fans. Oh. They say you don't mind the fans. Yeah, but I have I have their conditions and I have caveats. And the caveat is don't, if you don't see me at the club, uh, wasted talking about some. Can you tell me how to start drag? I can tell you how, how you're going to end your life by fucking talking to me now, right, bitch? Oh, I gotta be honest. Do you have any you drag buy? daughters, Monet? Say it again? Do you have any drag daughters? None. Not a single one. Not Patty? Patty's not my drag daughter. Damn. Does Patty have a drag mother? No. Patty's his own. Jesus Christ. Huh? That was cold. Cold ass bitch. All right. Cool. Patty. Hello, Baba Monet. I am an 18-year-old drag queen from Oklahoma, and ah! I was just wanting to ask. Um, I started doing drag about like a year and a half ago. I've been stockpiling clothes and stuff, and the hardest thing that I have had trouble finding is corsets and heels. They are almost impossible. I'm like a size 11 and a half in men's, so trying what? to find any type of heel is almost impossible. So that's number one. But number two specifically is corsets. 
Corsets are almost impossible to find for my size. I'm like a bigger guy, but um, especially like sturdy ones. Like anytime I'm booked and I have to do like a split or a dip or something to kind of, you know, get that factor, it's almost impossible because like they break, like the inseam will break or like the part where it hooks together will break. And I just need to find a sturdy corset. Um, thank you guys so much. I love watching you guys. Thank you. Okay, 11 and that bitch, if I feel like if I had an 11, a size 11 foot, the, I feel like 12 is the barrier. 12 is where like it gets like a little bit hard past 12. I feel genuinely bad for people for for people who are looking for like nice heels who wear above a size 12. It gets practically impossible to find. Yeah, I'd agree with that. At an 11 and a half, you are in a pretty good spot. There are no more Paylesses, so I hate that you can't go to Payless. But uh, there's a couple of places. Uh, uh, shoesforless.com, costumeshoes.com, um, onlymaker.com, um, any sex store. They sell a pleaser, pleaser.com. All these places will sell shoes in your size. Plenty of shoes in your size. And I mean, you will be swimming in shoes go to nordstrom rack nordstrom rack also has big shoes um and as far as the corset maybe you need a censure maybe you need a a, 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 yeah. a like shapewear. instead of trying to get like a corset that you tie in the back that has the 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 like it, that might be too much because you're not really meant to be dancing in those now i've danced in them the ones that i dance in are usually custom um and they're a little bit sturdier but you're not really supposed to be dancing in a corset. It is it is underwear, but the point of the underwear is to keep is to keep you upright. So when you do a split and you bend down, you are going against the very nature of what the garment's doing. You're fighting against the garment. You know what I mean? And I think that um, so maybe you get yourself some a cincture or some sort of a shapewear or Miss Belt. You ever heard something called Miss Belt? Look up Miss Belt. You might like Miss Belt. Um, and also this may gag you, but like honestly. I've seen it look really, really good. Girls put on like a t-shirt or like a uh, some sort of a tube top to cover their skin. And you would be blown away by what Saran Wrap can do for your body. Blown away. Work. Um, I mean, I dance in corsets. I, I would always dance in corsets. But I also, you do, you do welcome that you, you may be... Um, uh, also, if you're buying like no shave, if you buy if you buying like the the courses from from Amazon, those are not well made courses. Those courses will bust, buckle, and they're, they're they're terrible. What if you are really well? You you you're, you get booked, so you this is your, your this is your career. You make income from it. I would invest in a nicer corset, one that's made very strong and that's very durable, because the Amazon ones. Girl, I, I I had one break on me literally. Like, but I didn't even dance in it. I wore it through one night. At the end of the night, one of the little one of the class like snapped off of it. So they're just not made very well. So I would invest in a nicer corset. And maybe when you talk to the corset maker, you can talk to them about what materials are in the corset that are that will. Because I mean, Domino Couture made me a corset that I would do. I wore it for years. I was I wore it in Drag Race. I was splitting, dancing, cartwheeling, do everything in it for years, and it lasted me for a very long time. So I think the materials used to make your courses are important. So try to get one made with um, some nicer materials. And for shoes, yeah, Bob, all of those Bob name, all these shoes right here you see here, these are all only maker. Every single shoe back here is an only maker shoe besides this one right here, this stone blue one, which is an FSJ. So FSJ is an option as well. But only maker goes up to a women's size 15. 
So that's where you can get your shoes from, baby. I love Only Maker, clearly. I love Only Maker. They're nice, durable shoes. They last. You can I, I if if I like one, if I one I really like, I get multiple colors of it just in case they discontinue the color and I want to still have that shoe. Like they're nude. Their nude matches me perfectly. So every time I buy like three at a time, so I know I have this nude shoe for a couple of years. So yeah, I would that's those are that's those are my two things for you. Get a nice corset made with nice materials so you you can, it can stand um your your dancing and two only maker best shoes ever you also might want to try orchard discount corset orchard course orchard corset.com actually makes pretty good corset the the corset i was wearing on drag race that entire season was an orchard discount corset great corset they, they're they're in new york city but they ship internationally and mm. um i had a that that corset did me really well it's not like super great it won't send you super super well because like when they're not custom they kind of just do this and when you're as custom it does this if that makes yeah. any sense. I don't know. I don't know if that made any sense when I just did. I just made my hands look more sharp, more like an hourglass and less like a bottle of Coke. Yeah, the 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 course the custom courses will give you a very hourglass figure. And I feel like the uh, courses you get from like Orchard or somewhere else will give you more of a the the shape of a of a bottle of Coca-Cola, um, as opposed to that deep uh part of the middle. You know what I have to realize, Jacob, too? I don't mind questions about people who are doing drag. So think about, like, how do I start drag? I don't know why that drives me so crazy. I'm like, I don't know, just do it, girl. Just do it. I think that, I, but I guess that maybe people are like, they want to do drag and they're looking for someone they look up to to be like, you should do it. But, you can do it. But I can't really decide that for you. You gotta, you really got to decide for yourself. And then once you're in it, I can be like, oh, girl, once you're doing it, I think that's the proof. The proof is you doing it. The hardest part of doing drag is actually doing it. Getting up and but actually when the Harvey, I was fucking, I was exhilarated. I was like fucking excited to do it. Can you walk uh walk me through your first drag look? Like where'd you get the wig? Where'd you get the makeup? How did you find out how to do your makeup? Where'd you get the the dress, the shoes? Like what was your first drag look? Can you walk us through it? You want to go my first drag look was when Peppermint came to my college to do. I'm saying the one that I the first she came the, for my freshman year. But Arcia literally brought me to her room and she put some purple eyeshadow on my eyes and then I went in literally my dress shirt and like jeans and like some like loafers. Like it was crazy. But like the second year, Kipper came back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do drag this time. So I went to Trenton, New Jersey and I got went into this into this beauty supply store and I did buy a lace front. But I had no idea what I was doing. It cost me $57 for that short blonde lace front. This is the picture right here. And um, so I got this and I went to Target and I went to like the plus size section. I got me like a teal skirt. I got me a white top. I got me a black blazer. That was going to be my look for the show. But I needed um, a tiptoe look to, 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 to get to the function. So I went to Forever 21 in the Plainsboro Mall. I think it's Plainsboro whatever on, on route one in princeton and i got me oh, the quaker bridge mall quaker right? bridge here we go quaker bridge and i got me a black and red dress from forever 21 that was sheer on the top and um yeah that was my first look and i go oh, i went to payless i got me the payless size 13 shoes and it was narrow as fuck so my feet were screaming and um, yeah, I felt very beautiful, and I felt I felt like I was the one. And after that one time in drag, that's when I started coming to New York City. And then I did the opera program, and I met Jasmine Rice, and then one thing led to another. And now, bitch, here I am in my drag uh, garage in my in my house. So that was the, that one time really popped my chair, and I was into it. I was I was balls to the wall. I was I was obsessed with drag. 
after, after doing it just one time. And before we move to Bob Monet, do you want to do a shout out to anybody listening to the podcast today? Oh, I want to give a shout out to any nurses, any nurses listening, working uh, the overnight shift or you you getting up, oh, sorry, the graveyard shift or you waking up for the sunrise, whatever you are. Shout out to all the nurses, um, keeping people healthy and listening to Sibling Rivalry. Um, I remember my first time, in, my very, very first time in drag, I, I ordered a... Uh, Ben Nye makeup kit. So my entire face was literally all Ben Nye. Nothing but Ben Nye. I just remember being in college and do... Well, okay, when do, I, when do I consider my first time in drag? So my first time ever playing with gender and makeup on my own was in college for a makeup class when we had to do, quote-unquote, opposite sex makeup. And I had very long hair. I had very long hair. Like, my hair was, like, down to my shoulders at the time. So I put my hair up in this, like, uh, half up half down ponytail i think and i was just following the teacher's steps as best i could to make myself look like a woman um and he put this like feather bow on me we took these photos i wish i could find those photos i wish there was some way on god's green earth to find those photos this was y'all this was before it wasn't before facebook but it was before everyone could join facebook you had to be a college student at a certain at certain colleges so he uploaded all the, like his websites where you could like see the picture and i didn't even know how to download it or anything um so that was my first time ever doing and i was just wearing like a feather boa and like my hair up and some makeup i probably looked a busted dusted mess um and then my first time like when i was like i'm gonna do drag um uh, i had this like kitty cat wig that looked like my mom's hair used to look in the in the 2000s and the late 90s so you were wearing a kitty cat wig i was wearing a kitty cat wig yeah again there weren't a lot of lace front wigs back then either um this was like 2008 2009 um i also want to point out too that whenever i give someone advice on to do something if i did something and it wasn't good i'm not going to tell you to do that so i'm going to give you advice that i wish i would have gotten which is get a sewing machine trust me you'll you'll think you'll be happy you got one trust me um but I had a little kitty cat wig on. I um, I had a belt that I got from Goodwill. And I had a skirt that I made. But I pulled the skirt all the way up to be a dress. It was like up to here. And I had boobs in there. And I put the belt right under the boobs. And it was this like leopard print skirt. Um, and I wore it to Pride in uh, 2008, 2009. Um, and that was my first time, and I had these boots that I got from the sex store that no longer exist uh, down on Sixth uh, Avenue, Sixth um, Avenue and like maybe Twelfth Street. It's now a restaurant, but it used to be a sex store right there. Um, and I used to love that fucking sex store. They had such great costumes. Like they actually weren't great costumes, but at the time I loved going in there to buy those costumes and just look. And I couldn't afford it, and so I just kind of looked at them all the time. But the shoes. That was my first pair of shoes. I had these like thigh high but my legs are long they went to my knees boots and they were giant like uh maybe a seven eight inch platform with a big uh platform under the toe um so yeah it was it was a it was a it was a look it, it was it was definitely a look honey i wouldn't recommend anyone else recreate that look but it was a look we love um all right bob i think we get some sound advice today How would you like to look five years younger? 
In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you, add volume for lift and contouring the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.